welcome to Baby Tour Guide's Montessori Babies podcast. I'm your host and baby tour guide, Bianca Solorsano, and for the last decade, I have dedicated myself to helping parents, educators, and caregivers optimize baby development through a Montessori lens. This podcast is all about evolving our Montessori practice to make our time with our sweet babies easier, relaxed, and so much fun. Let's jump into it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to season two, episode seven of our Montessori Babies podcast. I am really excited for today's episode. We are going to be talking all about the Montessori floor bed. It is a very hot topic and, you know, the type of Montessori that you'll see on social media and on Pinterest. And so I am going to be going over some of the main things that I've learned about it, as well as some tips and tricks and benefits to it and all of that jazz. So before we jump into that conversation, let's go ahead and start with our quote. So Dr. Montessori said, since it is through movement that the will releases itself, we should assist a child in his attempts to put his will into act. And this quote is super relevant for today and you will find out very soon why. (laughs) Um, But to start, the Montessori floor bed is something that ever since the beginning of my time in Montessori, so over a decade ago, and because I went in, you know, working with infants, it is one of the things that I was initially interested in. And it is something that parents who are newly introduced to Montessori frequently ask. It is one of the most asked questions about babies in Montessori, right? A lot of the stuff that we do in Montessori becomes more noticeable when you get an idea of the pedagogy and when you study development and stuff like that. So the intricacies of it. But when you're new to Montessori and you go into a Montessori home or a Montessori classroom, what you see is everything at face value, right? So you'll see, you know, the child size furniture, and then you look to see where baby sleeps, and there's a little, you know, floor bed. There's a mat on the floor, and it's very, you know, different than what we've seen in Western society today, which a crib is super typical. You know, some parents choose to co-sleep. It just kind of depends on your home sleeping situation, but the most common thing that we see is a crib, right? Especially as baby grows and, and stuff like that, and so I've gotten a wide variety of questions all within this same topic, basically surrounding, is it safe for a baby to sleep on, you know, a floor bed? When should they start sleeping on a floor bed? How does sleep learning work in relation to a floor bed? So all of these types of questions are very frequently asked, especially in my current line of work. And so we're going to be going over some of them. I first want to start with a funny little story because my son sleeps on a floor bed. He is five months and he sleeps on a floor bed in our room. And my belief on sleep is that, you know, you need to do what's best for you and your family, you know, keep your child safe, of course, but just do what's best for you and your family. And for me and my husband, this is what works best. He's on a floor bed in our room. And the funniest thing happened literally last night. I woke up and he was on the floor next to his bed. And because I'm very familiar with the floor bed, because I spent time, you know, helping babies learn to sleep on a floor bed in the classroom setting and also in a few home settings. I know this is something that happens, but it was just one of those moments where I was like, okay, so we're here. We're at the point where we're moving off the bed. All right, you know? (laughs) 
So anyway, that is actually a really common question that I get is what if they roll off? They likely will, you know. (laughs) Um, What we do is you just make it safe around the bed. You know, I have carpet next to the bed and it's like very soft. And so, I mean, with him, he did wake up because he's a he's a good sleeper, but he's a pretty light sleeper. Um, But he wasn't upset at all. He just was kind of like, hello, you know, I'm on the floor. (laughs) And so, you know, I just hopped him back onto his bed. But what I will say is that eventually Eventually, as they grow, they become more conscious of the edge of their bed. When I was in the classroom setting, I had many, many kids. They all slept on floor beds, you know, from the time they entered our space to the time they left the space. And, you know, we received babies at three months and they left our classroom at around 18, sometimes, you know, a little bit after that kind of depending. But yeah, essentially, you know, we just made it a safe sleeping space. It was a very low mat. So if they did, you know, roll off, then there was, you know, a padded floor. And most of the time they stayed asleep, which is just so funny. But yeah, essentially they become just very conscious of the edge of their bed. But that kind of segues into is the floor bed safe, right? Is it a safe sleeping space for babies? And yes, yes, it is. (laughs) Um, Of course, you know, you want to make everything around as safe as possible. So if your baby is mobile, you definitely want to baby proof the entire room, everything that they have access to because they can get right off. Right. And that's actually part of it. That's one of the benefits we'll talk about later. But it is absolutely super safe. I do suggest getting a mattress that is, you know, six inches or lower. A regular crib mattress is totally fine. Um, I have a, a thinner crib mattress. I think mine is five inches, but I'm super comfortable with my baby on it. And he's super comfortable. And, you know, like I mentioned, he just rolled off and was totally fine. So, (laughs) and actually for me, what that shows me is that he is, you know, just about to be totally mobile because he's already rolling, you know, he's been rolling belly to back. But the night before last night, he rolled onto his belly a couple times in his sleep. He rolls onto his side pretty frequently. And so that was something I was accustomed to. He liked that from the time he was little because he was a reflex baby. I think it just, his tummy felt better on his side. And he would always just kind of put himself there like he would kind of like wiggle to be able to get to his side (laughs) and so now he still does it you know after we put him to bed we watch him on the baby monitor and he kind of like will wiggle onto his side he rolls onto his side um, but yeah, night before last, he got onto his tummy. And interestingly enough, he wasn't comfortable on his tummy. And so he let us know, you know, and so we went back and we helped him kind of get back onto his back. And then he wiggled back onto his side. And <laughs> But it's just so funny that, you know, the night before he's rolling from back to belly. And then last night he's rolling from back to belly and then doing it again and then getting off his bed, you know, <laughs> and it's a good thing, right? It's showing me that he's progressing in his movement. Movement and he will soon be able to just kind of, you know, slither off his bed. And I have a whole area set up for him. I have a reading area. I have his materials on his shelf. So as soon as he's able to start just moving there, he'll be able to do it. And fun fact, some babies will kind of roll places before they figure out how to slither on their belly or crawl. And so I'm wondering if he will take this route <laughs> because he's figured out it's something that works for him. So we will see. I will keep you guys posted. 
But anyway, kind of circling back to the safety question, is it safe? Yes, it's absolutely safe. My suggestion is to find a lower mattress that has, you know, the same sleep standards for an infant crib. So you want to make sure it has a fitted sheet that's breathable. Make sure the surrounding area is softer padded. So, you know, they have those foam tiles. That's one thing that I had in the classroom setting underneath their floor beds at home because I have like a thick carpet. I feel safe with, you know, just the carpet, but some people have rugs on top of their carpet to make it even more padded. It just kind of depends on, you know, your comfort level. You definitely don't want to do anything fluffy like a pillow. That actually makes it a lot harder for baby to move. And then it can become a suffocation hazard, of course, if they roll off into that. So definitely something that's, you know, just like a floor type material, but that's just more padded. And then I do want to note that if this is something you're thinking about doing the Montessori floor bed, as far as when to start, what I learned in my Montessori training was to go from the bassinet to the Montessori floor bed and, you know, use that transition, use their points of references in that transition. And um, that is what I ended up doing. It's what I found to be, you know, right for me and my family. But I have worked with many, many parents who start at so many different points in infancy. And so whenever you do decide, you know, make sure you talk to your pediatrician and, you know, your partner or whoever else is in the home setting and just go for it. Just be consistent in this transition and you'll get to see the wonderful benefits that it brings, which we will be talking about in just a second. I have had parents transition at six months, you know, when they start solid, they're a little bit more independent, they're starting to sit, stuff like that. I've also had parents start, you know, when baby starts to be mobile, like that is a great time. Also, when baby starts to walk, you know, in the classroom setting, when I had the babies in my classroom space, a lot of parents had, you know, cribs at home for infancy. And my suggestion was always to just follow this new level of independence, right? Because they're like a new walking toddler. And then that also ended up helping their transition into toddler when they did eventually transition because, you know, driving themselves to their sleeping space became consistent and familiar throughout all of their environments, right? So whenever feels right for you and your family, if you do decide to take this route, will be the perfect time for you and your baby. (laughs) So as far as some of the benefits, the benefits of the Montessori floor bed are truly pretty priceless. (laughs) It's interesting to think about just how something as simple as, you know, having a bed on the floor can have such incredible benefits for baby. And so essentially, one of the main benefits is that it allows for that freedom of movement. So that's the piece I was talking about in relation to my son earlier is it's showing me that he is going to start moving right off his bed. And that's a super good thing because one of the main Montessori principles that is honored at every age in every environment, so home and classroom, is freedom of movement. And movement is so, so important to how kids learn, but it's so important to babies. Oh my goodness. I like to keep up in the world of baby development just to see, you know, modern research that comes out and stuff like that. And I watched a video from a lady who studies baby brain development. And she was basically just talking about how fiercely important movement is for learning, for how babies learn. And it just makes so much sense, you know, as they're starting to learn about themselves, their body, the way it works. It's just so, so important. So we honor that with the floor bed. (laughs) So they are free to explore that purposely prepared bedroom that you've set up for them. And it's just allowing them to use that innate inner will to learn about their world, to drive themselves, to explore the materials, 
that you've set out for them and really just explore the space, you know, even something as simple as getting off their bed is a learning experience for them, right? Because they have to learn that stuff. So that's one benefit. But another benefit I want to talk about is how conscious they become about their sleep when we allow them the movement piece within their sleeping routines. So when I was in the classroom setting, I had babies who, you know, had been on their same floor bed from the time that they got into my environment. So from the time they entered and, you know, by kind of depending on the child, you know, walking, they were very conscious about where their mat was, what they needed to do. You know, we would walk in together and they would go and they would you know, blissfully lay on their bed. And I would, you know, depending on the child, you know, if they needed me to pat their back or sing or whatever, but I was next to them as they would fall asleep. And it was just so beautiful because there was that empowerment piece too. You know, the baby was like, I know what I'm doing. I'm part of this process, you know? And that's something that I really love about Montessori in general is we're always including them. But in relation to the floor bed, you know, a lot of times you hear about like the sleep struggles as far as, you know, baby fighting sleep and it being a, you know, more of a difficult transition, especially depending on the child. And I'm not going to lie, like if, you know, you're transitioning at an older age, it will be a transition, you know? Babies do find security and settle in the consistency of their routine. And so if you're introducing something new, they are likely, you know, going to let you know that it's something new. It's something out of their routine. But once they settle into this new routine, it ends up being something that's so, so beautiful to witness. And so if you do decide to do this with your child, just know that that's something to look forward to. Another benefit is, you know, for our tinier babies and and our older babies, but especially our tinier babies as their vision is coming to, getting that free open space versus kind of the broken up vision of the bars on the crib is really, really helpful, right? Because they're able to observe literally everything. So as they're falling asleep or as they're waking up, they get to really take in the entire environment. And on the smaller baby note, and, you know, older baby note, my son is still feeding, um, but I thought it made night feedings really, really easy because I would just, you know, I would make sure it wasn't something like his diaper or something when he was waking up in the middle of the night, but then I was able to just feed him on his bed, you know, and then it just was really, really lovely and really smooth transition back to sleep. And yeah, as, as a mother, I really, really enjoyed having him on the floor bed. And it was really easy for me to just kind of be next to him as he would fall back to sleep. So I really liked that piece. <laughs> but overall, my favorite benefit is, you know, the empowerment piece and just that including them in their processes, right? So again, if you do feel like this is something that you want to try for your family, my biggest piece of advice is to just kind of settle in the, you know, the the confidence and the excitement and the preparedness because a lot of the energy that we give our baby they will you know take into that next experience so we definitely just want to be settled in that and then when you do decide to transition in go for it and you know it'll end up being your baby's beautiful sleep space so <laughs> that is pretty much it for this episode I hope you enjoyed these tips and I do want to just mention in relation to the Montessori floor bed to just always take your specific child into consideration your environment you know talk to your pediatrician and you'll know when the time is right. It'll be the perfect time for you and your baby. So anyway, thank you for listening to season two, episode seven of our Montessori Babies show. And I will catch you in our next episode. Bye. Hey, it's Bianca, your baby tour guide here, hopping back in to say thank you again for listening to this episode of Montessori Babies. 
If you'd like to support your baby's earliest and most important years the Montessori way, I have a totally free masterclass that teaches the six essential steps to begin Montessori with your baby that gives you the exact, seldomly spoken about steps that I created after over a decade working with Montessori babies, families, and caregivers. You can register via the link in our show notes or in my bio on Instagram at babytourguide. Also, if you're enjoying my podcast, I would absolutely love if you'd leave a review to help other parents and caregivers find and join our community. Thanks again for listening to Montessori Babies, and I'll catch you in our next episode. Bye!